I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they are here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends today. Teen Challenge of Arizona's mission is to provide youth, adults, and families with an effective and comprehensive Christian faith-based solution to life-controlling problems in order to become productive members of society. Teen Challenge of Arizona is a Christ-centered evangelism and discipleship ministry that does not offer a clinical approach to recovery. Let's find out what that means exactly, because today I'm fortunate enough to speak with John Awada, the public relations representative of Teen Challenge Arizona. John, welcome to Lifestyle Tucson. Thank you. So, John, a moment ago, you were describing to me, like, how did you actually describe it? You said, what about the religion part of it? I said, we are not a religion. We don't, we're not even a religious organization, but we are an organization who believes in relationship with Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting? Because, again, like, when I was reading some of this, you know, obviously, you're reading a lot about that, but that's an interesting way that you put it. Because when you talk about religion, sometimes it can scare people off. Okay. Sometimes there is that people think of the evangelist or they think of the real, like almost zealot like mentality, but that's not what you're talking about here. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Tell me what is everything. Give me a little one-on-one on what Teen Challenge of Arizona is all about. Well, Teen Challenge is a nonprofit organization. We're actually a residential program helping uh, people of all ages. Really. We've got five centers in Arizona. We're, I work at the Tucson men's center. Mm -hmm. We, we help people of well, all men, uh, ages eighteen and up, mm-hmm. and so we do this through discipling. We actually teach people how to read the Bible and and what Scripture says about uh, who they are. So f- this whole thing is based on uh, this drug epidemic is based on an identity crisis. Okay, we believe, and we believe that when they find their identity in God, their identity becomes very clear to them, and they're able to live a better life. Without the use of drugs. I believe it. Uh, There is something to giving up to a higher power when it is about beating addiction. There is something to it and finding strength. So I have a friend, right? My best friend, in fact. And he only really became a bit religious within the last like five years as he got a family and his life settled down and, and things changed for him. And he did find how much like joy in reading the Bible. I will catch him sometimes. And by that, I mean, I catch him reading the Bible. I call him up on the phone and he calls me. He's like, oh, you just, uh, you just <laughs> caught me. Uh, I was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, I was just getting very moved about the, by the teaching of Jesus Christ. Like he was in tears because reading about goodness sure. and that's what gets him. Because again, I think a lot of people these days, especially just living in the modern world and it, it's very neg- it can seem negative. It can seem dark. It can seem hopeless. It can sure. seem isolating if you're isolated especially and you know in these days with the way technology is moving forward and the way this stuff as much as we're all together we're not we're a bit more separated but man going to a church on a sunday morning that's community and that's what he found he found himself in church on a sunday morning and he found community and then he eventually does he gets baptized they go to church on sundays and it's made him a happier person because he's like oh it's my turn to volunteer and they help a family. Exactly. Right? That's just going to make you feel good. So there is the part that people hear some of the stuff and they can get scared, but you don't have to be scared of this because the message is clear about helping each other about that. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let me just tell you about myself. Please. So um, this is my, I went twice 
to Teen Challenge. I went to the regular program, which is 13 months. Okay. That I did in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. How old yeah, were you? That's where I'm from. I was uh, in my 50s, actually, at the time. Oh, interesting. So I went there. It had to be about seven years ago. I went to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, and there um, it was a larger program than it is down here. Um, I was able to find peace, freedom. I found deliverance. Mm. Um, I wasn't even religious or spiritual in any way. I, I went to church as a child. I learned about God from from my parents, mm-hmm. but we didn't pray together. We didn't. Um, we weren't really involved in community. We really went to church because um, we we went there to fellowship. Really, yeah, that was pretty much it, um, and just to be part of the community. But I wasn't really. I wasn't. Um, it wasn't part of my life. Okay, it was just something I did on Sundays. Yes. Okay. Now fast forward. I go to Teen Challenge. I learned a lot about who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. who my identity and I learned uh, really that there's when you're reading the Bible there's all kinds of things that come out of it in my opinion there's three things that that you get there's God's promises mm-hmm. there's God's uh, principles and there's his um, there's principles promises and commands I learned how to read this in in that way and that's what teen challenge taught me is how to interpret some of the things that I was reading mm-hmm. and so and also to put it into context there's a lot of people that use scripture in order to advance their, themselves. Uh-huh. There are th- those people out there. And so I was r- repelled by the religious zealots that I used to see yes. out on the street doing street ministry and things like that. It's a good thing to do that, but there's also an appropriate way to do it. If you wanted to attract people to the kingdom of God, you're not going to do it by pointing your finger and telling people how rotten they are. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to do it through love. And that's what God is. God is love. Yep. And I learned that when I was at Teen Challenge the first time. Now, Unfortunately, I had to live in the world, and, and I, I relapsed after after having a, a little bit of sobriety time. Okay. I ended up coming back to Teen Challenge, this time in Arizona. Uh, when life got bad enough for me, yeah. um, I, I, had to, uh, I had to recommit my life, and, uh, and I came down to Arizona to do that. Yeah. And so when I came down here to Arizona, I found a new life. I was committed, and I think the thing with recovery in general, I think this is the thing with, with, um, with addiction and recovery, is that addiction is such a stronghold. It is. It has such a stronghold on people's lives, especially when they cross that, that that uh, threshold where they no longer have any control whatsoever over it, mm-hmm. and it happens quickly. It does it happen also, quickly, and it happens without people noticing. Yep. Before, when you finally notice that you're an addict, it's almost too late. Yeah. It's too late to. Uh, you're going to need help, and you need help from something outside of yourself. See, for years, I thought I could do it on my own strength. Mm-hmm. I did it, and I went to treatment after treatment after treatment. I went to jail. Really? And I had the revolving door. And uh, my life became so much a living hell that I, I needed to do something about it. And that's why I left Minnesota, because I had so many ties to my addiction. Yes. That I could no longer live in that area without without relapse. And that's what happened is that I relapsed every six months. Really? I came to, to I understood principles of recovery. I understood how to... How to how to live with the tools that they gave me, mm-hmm. but the problem was that I didn't know I didn't know how to apply them, right. and uh, and so um, I'd find myself relapsing time and again, time and again, um, and I over the course of nearly forty years. So uh, when I came down here, I had to eliminate everything. That's what they say in in recovery is you have to let go of all your people, playthings, and playgrounds. Okay, and so. And that's exactly what I had to do. And I did it by relocating. 
So some people say that geographic change is is doesn't work because you're not um, your problems can follow you yeah, wherever you right. go. Right, wherever you are, there you are. Yes. And so in my case, I really felt it was necessary. In fact, I believe God put that in my mind. Yeah. He gave me the the message that I needed to leave by using other people to send me pictures of the Teen Challenge Center here. And I, so for some reason, it, it all centered around Teen Challenge. Wow. It was probably my most effective attempt at recovery Yeah. when I did that. And I actually involved God in my program. Yeah. So I decided that it would be in my best interest to follow what his, what he was leading me to do. Yeah. And so I came down here and, uh, and I, I committed to uh, this program. I committed my life. I decided that it was going to be an investment in myself. Wow. And I believe that it was inspired by God to lead me in that direction. I'm so a congratulations. Thank you. Because I'm so glad you never quit. I'm so glad you're 40 years of that. And then you finally find the thing that's going to do it. Exactly. I'm really glad. And I'll be honest with you, having nothing to do with even addiction, whatever, whatever, moving can help moving, changing locations, because sometimes the way that you feel where you live, right. And even again, I moved here from New York. I could not survive in New York. I couldn't. Tucson, I used to be a $30,000 millionaire. That used to be a term around here. Sure. And you could be a bartender and live on your own at 18. You can't do that in New York, right? So moving away from a place so that you can give yourself a chance to thrive is very important. But also, the thing that you're saying, cutting ties from some of those, you know, the most effective marketing is word of mouth and a friend's recommendation. Mm -hmm. And that's why if you're friends with an addict, they're going to get you addicted again. They're going to say, oh, come on. It's just one. Oh, come on. Hang out with me. Come on. And that is God. And no matter what, after after 100 times every six months, I'm, all right, maybe one. Ah, a moment of weakness. There it is. Right. That's so hard to deal with. So I am glad that you found some salvation here in Tucson. I myself have. I moved here two times because this place just in general is such a nicer community. And people here, strangers here care about strangers. You know, and hell, we have the most 501c3s per capita because a lot of organizations are trying to care, take care of a lot of other organizations that are trying to take care of a lot of individuals. And Amen. that's yeah. it. So, again, and also thanks for sharing your story. Let me tell you something. I did not expect to be talking uh, to you today. I expected almost like I say, like a guy in charge in a suit who's who's has a mission and it's all about God and all that. Not a survivor who is speaking from experience whose entire life is not only change but saved due yes. to that fact that's exactly right that's a big deal and again it is you told me a little off mike a moment ago you're a little nervous don't be nervous thank you this is brave of you to do and thank you again for sharing because again anyone out there that is feeling this don't be afraid and try don't be afraid to try and fail and just try again and find it i like that yeah so there's nothing wrong with trying and failing all right why do we fall Pick us back up. I believe uh, exactly. Batman's dad said that. <laughs> right. right, that's very important. So, you know, I'm, that's that that brings me. Uh, that's that's a good point because, um, you know, I tried and tried often. Yeah. And failed. Yeah. And then I'd feel shame over it. Yes. And it would actually affect me even worse. I'd actually, it would exacerbate the Spiral. problem for me. Yes. And right, spiraling out of control. In fact, but you know what? It's um. You know, if I can encourage anyone, it's um to try. At least, at least trying is is going to be um, that brings about really that it that's a that's a character trait. Yep. 
And so that's one of the things we try to teach people at Teen Challenge. We have them memorizing character traits and did the definitions of different character qualities. Really? Yes, and uh, and, and, and they, we tie it in with scriptures. Um, one thing I do want to point out that you mentioned is about your ties that you have with people. Yeah. At Teen Challenge, we um, everybody who works in our program, it's not the case for everywhere, but in Tucson, everybody who works in the program, and actually of all the centers in Arizona, nearly everybody who works in the program has gone through the program. Right. And so they identify with every aspect of that program. And so we help people. We can come alongside the men that come through our program and we can actually show them that it works yep. because we ourselves did it. So it's, um, yeah. to me, it's, it's all about, my, my life changed when I came here and did this program. I did restoration for six months here. I did 13 months in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the time frame is that it keeps people from their addiction Yes. for a specific amount of time. Yes. Enough time for them to be able to recuperate and get their mind working mm-hmm. properly and, and, and be able to get to a point where they're not, um, they're not craving. Yes. And so it's out of sight, out of mind, and it gives them the opportunity to get rid of all those things that we talked about that'll uh, keep them going back to it. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, the pull. You can, mm-hmm. Addiction has a pull. It does. Right? There's a weird pull. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm fighting a little bit of myself because uh, I accidentally started vaping a little bit ago. Sure, sure. And now I'm like, oh, maybe, and I say no all the time. I'm like, you got this is how quickly I now have to mentally, as I'm driving by smoke shop every block, right? say no. <laughs> I know there's a lot of vape shops here. Right? right? And now right. you just got to say no. And I'm like, wow, you just say no. What's that old thing, right? Because I did buy one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. look, you bought one. And I used, I'm like, throw it away. Stop. Don't start this. At 42, yeah. I'm going to start vaping. Right? That's yeah, a no terrible kidding. thing. And I feel the pull and you got to be strong enough to say, no, That's no, no, right. mm-hmm. don't do this. And then my friends that vape around me, I'm like, hey, could you not do that around me for a minute? Or don't lend it to me. Don't let me take a sure. hit. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. That is asking for help. That is asking for help from friends. Like, don't allow me to do it because it's going to be a moment where I'm like, I just, let me just, it's late at night. My willpower is less. Right, right. Yes. And that, sure. you got to remember that. Sure. So it, it's an interesting thing about that. And the way to start a new habit, I believe, is three weeks. A new habit, a new hobby, if you do it for three weeks in a row. You're absolutely right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. Get those new systems. Get those new things, right? Right, right. And then don't break the chain. We've all heard that. You go jogging every day, and then the day you miss it, for some reason, the next day is harder, too. Oh, absolutely. So you don't break the chain. That's right. You want to keep on going. Yeah. And you, you keep on doing it because that's what you have to do. Yes. So that's the same same thing with 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 like spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as physical. You need to keep on doing it. It's repetition, repetition. You keep on doing it. Like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I have to surrender. Okay. I I do because it's part of the, my, the discipline of recovery. Mm -hmm. And even if I was in recovery outside of, of a, of a, of a faith-based program, um, I would have to do that. And, And it's one of those things that um, it's like the reason why people say you have to keep on going to meetings. Yeah. If you're in a 12-step program, you need to keep on going to meetings. With my case, I, I continue just to uh, pull in the Word of God because that's what strengthens me. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's the really important. Finds, it's any that discipline, any discipline. If you're a jogger, yeah. If you, once you start breaking that cycle, yep. it's almost all over with. 100%. So, especially, I'll, I'll tell you a little trick about joggers. Some people forget this. They don't yep. understand why they can't be motivated. Joggers wake up at 5 a.m., and they don't ask if they're in the mood to jog. They jog. They jog, yeah. It's not a choice. Just like You're I don't, absolutely it's right. not a choice for me to brush my teeth at night. Right. It's a default. Absolutely. You have to make some newer, 
good behaviors, right. your default practice, your default behaviors. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I've never even gone through any of this sort of program. This is just me working through my own life. Right. And again, talking to great people like you that are sure. willing to share it and willing to share your experience because my favorite books to read are biographies because you can learn from other people's mistakes Absolutely. and experience, right? Mm -hmm. And especially then the lessons that they teach like you're doing now. You're going around and you're teaching other people, right? Yes. And just like you're saying, it's the hair club for men. All these people, not just a member, you know, I'm also a client. Yeah, like, right. that's the thing. Like, sure. you guys are speaking from actual experience of, well, why do I know this will work? Well, it worked for me, sir. Let me tell you why. Yeah, it worked for me. I mean, if it can work for me, it can work for anybody else. And that's the spirit, so, right? That is. Heck yeah. So now let's talk about that quick. Uh, do you have to be religious to get help from the Teen Challenge? No, absolutely not. Right. In fact, once again, you don't have to be religious at all, but it would help if you are open and willing for... To, to receive pr spiritual principles. Yes. And, you know, spiritual principles are everywhere. Yes. You know, it's, uh, you know, there's um, a, a good one is the golden rule. Do the for golden others. rule. Do for others as you would have them do for you. 100%. And that is biblical, by the way. Yes, it is. And it's, I tell people that so much. It's not, and not only that, there's, I have a little caveat to it. It's not just uh, treat, treat others how you want to be treated, right? Is that what it is? It's, it's, I treat others how they want to be treated because I have some friends. Again, I'm a New Yorker, right? I have a friend. All we do is make fun of each other. We can make fun of each other, tease each other, prank each other, and it's the best. My other best friend, my roommate, you can't do that to him. He gets, he doesn't want to be tricked. He doesn't like that sort of comedy. He's not that sort. He doesn't want to hear about my relationship. It's like, all right, well, I talk with him about other things and this and that because that's what it is. I have a lot of... I, I'm kind of known for being like a lot of people's best friend because I really care about how that person wants to be treated. Sure. And some people walk all over people. They care about how they are, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it is that you really do want to listen to that golden rule and think about it and think about what you put out in the world and then think about how you react to what you're getting back, you know, because exactly. it's a mirror, you know? And if you're out there helping and being positive and doing that over and over and over and over, it's going to take a minute but you do see positive results in your own life and you see those positive results in the lives of others that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really important. Here's another, here's another softball. Um, when we talk about religion, sometimes it can scare people. Uh, what about the LGBTQ community? Are they welcome at Teen Challenge Arizona to get some help? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Right. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go meet your friends and neighbors because they're out here with open arms, just looking to help, looking to help. All right. So that's important. I can't wait. We'll talk about it in a little bit. You're opening a new center, right? But let's, yes, we are. Yep. Let's. Do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about events first? Because you got a lot of events, or you want to? Um, talk about we've got uh, we got a few events coming up. Yeah. Let's do the events. Let's talk okay. about these great events. Sure. Okay. Well, the first thing we have is our ice cream social. It's on July eighth. Sold. <laughs> yeah. It's an ice cream social. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. In fact, you know, it's um, and that sounds kind of old fashioned. And, I love old fashioned. But you know things. what, though, it's um, it's a fun time. It's good summer fun. It's clean fun. Yeah. Um, all you can eat ice cream. Oh. So it's. Um, I'm lactose yeah, intolerant, so that doesn't go too uh -oh, far, but it's yes. worth it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, it's, and you're welcome to come if you like. Yeah. So it'll be a good place to meet some people. And Absolutely. So um, we're having it at His Presence Church. Okay. And His Presence Church is on 4108 East North Street. Okay. And it's, um, you know, it's a really good place. It's just central in, New so in uh, Tucson. Nice. So it's, it's centrally located. And I think it's a good place to, they have lots of space, so we'll be able to spread out and. We have music and entertainment. Right. We have a children's uh, 
activities room. So there'd be crafts and all kinds of stuff. Super fun. For the, for the kids. Heck yeah. There'd be all kinds of uh, other things. But the biggest thing is the all-you-can-eat ice cream. I agree. So it's uh, <laughs> And we have about 30 toppings for you to top Oh, them. my so goodness. It's a really good time. So it's um, <laughs> it's there's a place where our volunteers, all of our friends from Teen Challenge can yeah. come and congregate. And just enjoy some fun together. It's free of charge. Nice. And it's also um, there's no there's no fees to it. Cool. So you can just come in and and but we do ask that you come. You RSVP. So I'd like to give the number sure. to call. Yes, and, and I'll this, even give it to you again on the recap. Get your number two okay. pencils out though. The number is five two zero seven three zero four two six five. Okay, you just call and tell me tell me that you uh, need you want to reserve some space in there. You just tell me how many people. Are coming and uh, and we'll take your reservation. There you go. Okay, that sounds good. It's so, an ice cream social. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, event we have is a bug splat run. What's the that? bug splat run? It's a car show and bug splat run. Okay. Our sister company, Springboard Home for Girls. Yes. That's another place where Teen Challenge does work with uh, individuals with addictions or life controlling uh, issues, whatever they might be. Okay. So um, that's a place for for teen girls. They're 12 to 17, and it's here also locally. They have a car show in wow. coordination with our motorcycle bug splat run. Nice. We have a motorcycle run that runs. Uh, we go usually go through the Picture Rocks area. Okay. And it's, so it's a really beautiful ride. Last year we had about 100 and some riders, and this year we hope it'll be more. I bet you're going to get but, done. Um, Every September event's been, 9th. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. So it, And this is going to be held at the Christian Faith Fellowship. Okay. So that's on Country Club, 1900 North Country Club Road. Super fun. Yeah. Mark, you count. Let's put it in your Gmail. There we go. September 9th, the bug splat run. That's so fun. So, Heck yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. The next thing is the um, our table and testimony. Tables and testimonies. Mm-hmm. That's going to be October 7th. And t- and uh, so if you see the progression here, we have events once a month, really. Yes. So um, tables and testimonies is an opportunity for us to reach out to the community. So if there's... Um, anybody that needs anything like clothing or just wants to be fed for the day, that's going to be a great place. There's going to be messages and, and testimonies and, of course, by the name. But uh, people will have tables set up. A lot of the community organizations and other nonprofits, ministries, and other churches will have their uh, resources available. They'll have any information about their what do they provide, and, and there will be all kinds of providers there. So this is the second annual event that we have for all this right. one. Uh, it's a fairly new event, but Tables and Testimonies is a place where you can find resources in the community to be able to get by. And if, if you're in need, uh, that's a good place to go. Heck yeah. So, um, and the last thing is our fall banquet. All this right. is a fundraiser for Teen Challenge. Great. And it's one of our largest fundraisers in Tucson. We have other banquets as well in Phoenix and the Scottsdale area. So the fall banquet is going to be at the, uh, the Hilton El Conquistador in Oro Valley. Okay. And that's on... November 6th. It's a Monday night. There you go. And this is a time for us to, um, to raise money for our organization. And, um, and we, um, it's a, this is something that's gone on for years and years. So we have uh, a very um, loyal constituent. I guess I'm going to call it that. Yeah. We have loyal um, uh, donors and, and, and sponsors and people who like to attend our event. Heck yeah. It's a, it's a really nice time. It's a good place to network with our organization. It's also a good place to... Um, to um, see what really our 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 entire organization is about, right. our corporate office, which is also local, here is um, they're going to be there as well, and so our executive, um, our chief executive officer, uh, Snow Peabody, will be there, and he'll be able he he addresses the crowd, and he'll be able to tell more people about what the 
advantages are of Teen Challenge, what kind of benefits we provide, and what kind of um, how we save lives. Well, that's great. In a nutshell, that's what it is, because that's what we do. Yeah, that's our mission. Our mission is to help people become socially adjusted and mentally secure and sound-minded and yeah and physically well and and spiritually alive through jesus christ no that's it's, it's such a big deal i'll be honest with you this has been such a great i was almost afraid this conversation was going to go like short right uh, yeah you've been great to talk to and well, i really i really hope that some of everyone out here feels inspired by this story and by exactly that going down there see the nuts and bolts of how things actually go and meet real people Absolutely. i always talk about meeting the faces behind the places of all these great exactly. organizations yep. so that they stop just being a logo or an Instagram page, or something mm-hmm. else, and they become a real thing that you walked into, you saw, and experienced. And again, how are they trying to get you to do it? Uh, with awesome motorcycle runs and great events, and just <laughs> right. doing all that stuff. That's a lot of parties there. Sure. I'll go through them all and again you know in a minute. What? We do it because it's fun. Yes. So the having a clean life is supposed to be fun. Right. And it is. It is. It is. Yep. And you know, it was something that I was afraid of Isn't for a long time. Yeah. While I was stuck in my addiction, I was stuck yeah. in that lifestyle. When I got out of it, and I I found out there's so much more. Yes. So I I do want to say this though, if there's anybody if there's anybody out there that is struggling, please call Teen Challenge. We have beds available right now. That's important. We have um we'll have twice as many beds when we get in our new location over on Oracle. That's right. And when and is so, that? When is that happening? We were going to talk about that, but we're almost we're practically running out of time. Well, we should talk about that because it's that's going to happen next year. Okay. We're breaking ground officially, on the center. We actually um. Tore the building down to the ground. Okay. And we um, we bought the property next to us that was an absolute eyesore. Yeah. And so um, it wasn't just an eyesore. It was a it was a problem. There was trafficking of all kinds. Oh. Going on at, at a motel that was local, and it was right. it was next to us. It was a it was a it was a big cause of of stumbling for some of the guys even in our program. And the people would walk by sometimes, and there'd be overdoses. Oh. There was police traffic. This was, was on Miracle trafficking. Mile. Yes. 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 It was right next door to a. Our center and our center was getting old and, and a little bit dilapidated, and yeah. we needed to think about what our next steps would be in this market. And so um, we had the opportunity to buy the other place, um, and so we we did. We took over that building. The building has now been de- demolished. Mm-hmm. Our center is now demolished. Mm-hmm. It gave us an opportunity with the help of many of our donors, and thank you for that. That's huge. And so um, we were able to um, look at the future and decide that. It was time to, to level that building and then build on top of that property. So the whole property has been, um, it's been regraded. It's been uh, made into something that's ready to um, be lifted up again. Yeah. And so we, um, the place is going to be dedicated to helping more people in the area. That's We've been serving this community for 60 years or more, about 60 years. Yeah. Somewhere thereabouts. Um, the, the point is, is that um, I think we're... Um, Teen Challenge being a global company, mm-hmm. being a, 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 it's a, you know, they, we've got probably close to 2,000 centers around the world. In the United States, we probably have close to 300, I'd say. Wow. I'm not sure if my numbers are accurate, but they're pretty close. Yeah. And, uh, but we're, um, we're leaders in the, in recovery. That's you know, huge. It's a, like I said, we're a residential recovery program. It's faith-based. Um, you don't have to be Christian to, to show up. In fact, if um, but if you if you are led by God and wanted to experience a relationship with Him, this is a great place to come to. We can help, and I, I believe that recovery is not possible without. They call it a higher power mm-hmm. in the twelve step circles. We call Him Jesus. There you go. And so, um, without the power of God, 
in, in, I wouldn't have been able to do this without the power of the Holy Spirit in me. And, well, that's, and the Holy Spirit does live in me. Yeah. In all of us. Well, that's good. And so that's how, um, that's how we do it. Well, I appreciate everything you do. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate it because what would Jesus do? Well, he'd hang out with John Awada, public <laughs> relations rep <laughs> for Teen Challenge I Arizona. So. Yeah. That's Thank right. You. Helping people become mentally sound, emotionally balanced, socially adjusted, physically well, and spiritually alive. Amen. Thanks for joining me today, John. Thank you. This was Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing. Time for a recap. I really appreciated John's honesty all about his journey, sharing that. It takes a lot of bravery to be so open and honest about some of the challenges that you've faced in your life and uh, teaching some people some lessons about the things that you learned along the way. It's really something uh, special. So I want to thank John a lot. Uh, you can go get all the information over at tcaz.org. That's Teen Challenge of Arizona. The Tucson Teen Challenge program for men 18 and older. That's over on North Oracle Road, P.O. Box 77370. In Tucson, Arizona, 85703. Their phone number is 520-792-1790. And I want to again thank our new friends at Tucson Teen Challenge for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. If you're a nonprofit that would like to be on the show or know an organization that should, email fpowers at azlotus.com. For more information about this program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible, or wherever fine podcasts are being challenged. Follow on Instagram and Facebook at Lifestyle Tucson because I'm your BFF, Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most. <laughs> <laughs>